Well, well, well. Good morning, guys, and welcome to Revelation Hour. Uh, welcome to another show this morning. I hope you're all well. Um, am I disturbing you, Mars? No? Okay. Um, it's lovely to have everyone here today. Um, we have quite some new information, um, but I, why don't we start praying first, and then we just can crack on with everything we need to do today. Father, we just thank you so much for today. We thank you that you have granted us the privilege of having breath in our lungs and you actually have allowed us to wake up today. So Father, we just pray that we thank you for life. We thank you, Father, for your presence. Your word says where two or three are gathered in your name, you're in the midst of us. So we give you thanks for today, for the day that you have made. We'll truly continue to rejoice and be glad in this day. And Father, we just thank you for the things that we will discuss today. Put the words in our mouths. Father, help us to be able to um, get revelation about the things that are taking place in our world and around us. Uh, But most importantly, what you want to do through us and with us, Father. Father, we just thank you so much for today. Thank you for everyone who is listening, who will listen afterwards. Mm. Father, who will take part today in the show and contribute. Father, we just pray and we thank you and we hand everything over to you. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. 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 Again, it's lovely. (coughs) Sorry. I've got some kind of fruit. What's going on here? Frog in your throat. Frog in my throat. Would you like Uh, some water? Yes, please. Yes, please. (laughs) Why don't you do the, uh, while I'm drinking. Okay, so thank you so much for joining us this morning. It's a really a privilege to be here this morning. And uh, it's so nice um, to be here in the presence and of the Lord. And it's such a beautiful day outside, isn't it? It's gorgeous, beautiful weather, so great. And uh, we're so thankful. So Jean-Marc will hand, speak to you about uh, all the social media side of things. <coughs> as um, you know, that's his area of expertise, you know. Does it so I don't well. have any expertise at all. It does it so well. No, nah, I don't have any expertise. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, again, it's, it's lovely to have you here this morning. Um, as we start the show, we're going to be looking at a very, very um, topic that we've been discussing uh, early this week. And then we had a message sent via WhatsApp group, which is really what God wants us to discuss. Um, due to the sensitivity of this, of this topic today and the discussion on so on, those who are listening on um, Facebook or YouTube may experience some uh, disruption, I would say. Um, bear with us. Um, this when we publish your video, we may they may try to uh, cut the broadcast. We will come back to the broadcast um, in that sense. So if you can't join us via Zoom, if you don't have the detail, just be patient. Uh, you know, the sensitivity of this topic today, uh, Facebook and YouTube are very, very keen to uh, really kind of stop down every video which is would be related to vaccine or COVID-19. So uh, bear with us. But I think it's a very important uh, subject to talk about. Um, there's a very short time scale for us to, uh, to act on it. Um, but with, with, before we do that, um, just want to say welcome again to everyone and just let you know that you can contact us uh, via Facebook page. Um, again, you can listen via Facebook, YouTube, and also you can email us at info at revelationhour.co.uk if you 
have any comments or questions or even related topics that you would like us to cover uh, over the next few months uh, please feel free to do we complete our topic on um, transhumanism that we looked over the last few weeks um, we have sent the podcast on our website www.revelationhour.co.uk if you want to look into it it's a very very important topic especially now our children at school are actually learning mm. about this so it's, it's very interesting important. our yeah. daughter came home and she said oh um we in science today we dealt with the topic where we, we our teacher was talking to us about transhumanism and we just looked at each other and our son had listened to the podcast so mm. um to the show last week so he uh he was the one who said yeah that was on revelation hour last week and she goes oh was it because she didn't listen um so it's it's quite interesting that you know um Holy Spirit is definitely, definitely leading and guiding us in the things that we are looking into. And also, this, uh, early hours of this morning, as we were praying mm. um, for Women of the Watch, one of um, our wonderful sisters um, also was speaking about being sensitive to what Holy Spirit is speaking to us about teaching our children yes. in this time. Because even though we're looking at these th things and thinking, huh? you know, transhumanism. And this is very anti anti God. Um, there are certain ones of our children who need to be placed um, and in these uh, spheres of, of influence and arenas, um, so we can understand um, what what is taking place. But also, they can actually stand for God in those arenas. So um, it's about being prayerful for our children, mm. um, for our nieces, nephews, um, for those who will be sent. Um, by God into these areas and these arenas. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. It's quite oh, an interesting thing. Fantastic. So, we always start the show by going through latest news, but we don't want to dwell too much on it. So, let's have a look what we've got there. All right, babe. When you're looking at all this, what was just a strike in you? Not like last week, isn't it? Mm. There's not many, many things at the moment. Um, they mm. say that churches, yeah, I can read this, churches won't be impacted by new government lockdown rules. Which well, is quite interesting, isn't it? Mm, yeah, well, he says this. After contact with government, we hear that there is no change to guide us on places of worship. Worship is a work of God, not a social gathering, and give the strength to love and serve. So it looks like the um, restrictive rule that has been put in place on Wednesday by the tomorrow, Prime Minister. Monday, sorry. Oh, yeah, taking it full effect uh, tomorrow. Monday. Monday, sorry, uh, by the Prime Minister uh, won't affect our church gathering. Now, I think so far at the moment, we are okay to have up to 30 people in churches now and also now we can sing and worship um, that's the latest regulation when it comes to a uh, lockdown uh, but it's interesting this says here um, a spokesperson for the ministry of house community or local government told we can confirm that place of worship can stay open for services and communal prayer as is currently the case this means they can host more than six people in mm. total. Um, okay. So it's saying that Boris Johnson will actually speak more about it on Wednesday. Okay. So watch this space, guys, um, in relation to um, what's taking place. 
what about the world what's going on in the world in terms of christian news in the world here um mm. not belarus you know the, the, the thing is about it and, and uh, we would like eventually at some stage do a topic on on persecutions um mm. all over the world mm, uh, but belarus it, didn't know belarus was a place when a lot of christian was actually persecuted yeah. yeah um that is quite interesting isn't it mm. and then that's in europe yeah. so um you know yeah. it's, it's not too far from on doorstep to be honest no, it's not you know we always think those persecution happen in places like egypt or, or other part of the world or asia for example but right in europe you know some of our brothers sister in christ mm. also get persecuted so it's quite yeah, interesting there's a lot that rising of other religions yeah there, so the thing is, a lot of the churches are being mm. taken over, the physical churches and the buildings as well. Mm-hmm. So something to look into and to watch and pray about, not just watch, mm. but to pray about as well. Okay. Is there anything else that you want to you wanna mention it before we... Uh, mm-hmm. So, mm. Eero Pastor here stabbed... That's in America after confronting spiritually oppressed attacker outside church. Mm. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Pray for, for him and his family mm. uh, in those times as well. Mm, and I also saw just briefly as well something about India as well. Okay, you to go back to it, yeah. Um, yeah, persecution in India. So just to remember to pray for our churches in India. Um, you know, we have a church in India as well, so just to continue to pray mm. in terms of our our brothers and sisters in India as well, you know, it's important. Okay. So those are the news for, um, for today. All right. So as we, as we currently know, we know, you know, the situation today, you know, we know that God's word is necessarily be removed from our society and, and the world is really focusing a lot of seeing how to operate from a science perspective and it's been really amplified by the COVID nineteen and the lockdown when a lot of data is filtered through governments and they making decisions based on those data. Now we know as people of God we need you know, our revelation is seeing the world from God's perspective, and mm-hmm. that is very important. And regardless of what's taking place on the outside, or regardless of what's taking place in the world, we have to you have to continue to be rooted, you know, in God's word and God's way, um, because God wants to use us. He wants to use us as a light. Um, so it's very important for us that we are rooted in the word of God and mm-hmm. rooted in God's ways. And you know, one of the things, the paradigm of our show is always to be aware of what God's doing in our life, but also to be aware of what the enemy is doing. And I'm always going to be showing those two key scripture, First Peter 5.8 and Second Corinthians 2.11. Uh, we really speak about us be vigilant, be sober, and not be ignorant of the devil devices. And really, that goes to now our show that we're going to be talking today. And that title is illegal vaccine and um, there's a lot of things that has been we've been talking about vaccine briefly before that but it has been something that has been put in place which i want us to play it and again i want to say to our listeners those who are listening on youtube or those who are listening on on facebook 
due to the sensitivity of this video that we are going to play uh, the broadcast may be interrupted um, so we do apologize for that in advance those on zoom we won't have any problem at all so if it is interrupted uh, we will try to put it back as soon as we can uh, and it will probably be able to be put back when we begin to talk about it but please we do apologize it is very outside our control um, that Facebook and YouTube has been very clamping down on all those videos that speak about vaccine or 5g so uh, please um, bear with us If there is one document you should read this year, it's this one. Changes to human medicine regulations to support the rollout of COVID vaccines. This was published on the 28th of August, 2020. What was a conspiracy theory only a few months ago is now here in an official government publication and it's time to take precise action and stop this proposal. I'll tell you exactly how to do this at the end of this video. I can announce today that the government has set up a vaccines task force to coordinate the efforts of government, academia and industry towards a single goal, to accelerate the development of a coronavirus vaccine. UK government is seeking to make changes to the human medicine regulations. These changes will support the rollout of a COVID-19 vaccine program in the UK. I will only state facts out of the document, so this video doesn't get fast-checked and censored. People need to see this so they know what is coming. There are five points in this document. I urge you to read it for yourselves and think of the subtext as well. Request for temporary authorization of the supply of unlicensed products. This means unlicensed vaccines will be allowed as long as the manufacturer can demonstrate safety and efficiency. Civil liability and immunity. In simple terms, if the vaccine causes injury or death, the manufacturer cannot be sued. The government's argument is this, and I quote, If manufacturers are asked to supply an unlicensed medicine in response to a public health threat, it is unfair to ask them to take responsibility for the consequences of the use of that medicine. Proposed expansion to the workforce eligible to administer vaccinations. Currently, only qualified health professionals can administer prescription drug injections. This law will mean people other than health professionals can administer the injections. This includes local authorities, and to add to that, these people will also be immune from any civil liability. Vaccine Promotion In the UK, there is a prohibition on promoting an unlicensed medicine to the public. The UK government is proposing that this prohibition is disabled to allow advertising the COVID-19 vaccine to the public. Make short-term provisions for the wholesale dealing of COVID-19 vaccines. 
This is for the entities that do not hold a wholesale license, such as the NHS and the armed forces. This law will allow the movement of the vaccine in the supply chain. If you read the full proposal, you will think it is written by the pharmaceutical companies, not the government. Everything I mentioned so far has been directly from the proposal. If you take no issue with any of these changes, then you can stop watching now. But if you realise what this could mean, and how it fits within their larger plans, then it's time to act. They have kindly given the public the chance to comment on this proposal with a tight deadline of the 18th of September. 2020, which gives under 21 days to submit comments. Let's put our voices together and submit a document signed by as many people as possible. We've added a page on our website where you can submit your comments. We will gather it all and submit, along with a petition to Parliament for maximum impact. Meanwhile, research the connections between pharmaceutical corporations and the politicians and this document will make even more sense. Watch the episode Digital Dictators for more information on this topic. They distract you with scaremongering propaganda, dividing us by race and class while they sneak these laws through becoming the foundation of our enslavement. Britain seems to be spearheading this campaign and whatever gets implemented here affects the rest of the world. So if you are not in the UK, keep an eye out for what laws are being passed. It's time we pay attention to their every move, study it collectively, and challenge these changes to the law under the pandemic umbrella. We are being robbed of our lives, our dignity, and if we do not act now, these laws continue to pass. When was the last time that you heard of a law passed during a crisis and was then cancelled after the crisis came to an end? Now you can't say that you did not know what is coming. Remember, we are not outnumbered. We are just unorganised. Well, 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 first of all, I'm very surprised that Facebook didn't stop that, so we, we thank God for that, thank God that we were able to play the whole video without any um, disruption. Um, Babe, you're looking at me with a, with a smile, and, and I know you've done a lot of research um, into this vaccine, and, and we talked a lot about laws that has been implemented during the lockdown and, and 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 you know one of the things that we spoke about as well is is the the, the element of distraction um over the last few months um for those who remember we are now in march um we are um been in lockdown since march and even though we had a sense of coming out of it there's been many other restriction that has been operating local restriction but nevertheless restriction as we discuss it as from monday for example uh we won't have the ability to um congregate more than six people i believe um which again put us back 
to where we were before. However, local places, churches are still open for the time being. But the interesting thing is when we look um, in, into this, it is very to to find out, you know, the first thing that, I, what do we know so far? What do we know so far, Miles, about, you know, about the COVID-19? And, and really very briefly, and I know that you have extensive um, uh, knowledge on health in relation to this. But uh, just to really recap for our listeners, what do we know so far in, in pretty much in, in one or two sentences? I would say three sentences, even it's difficult. You're such a writer, so you can talk for whatever. But in three sentences, what do we know so far about the COVID 19? Three sentences. Well, we know it's global. Yeah. We know that it has the rate of. The death rates um, in particular countries <coughs> that were predicted have not been as high yep. as they predicted. We know that they said that it was hitting particular people groups in the beginning who had underlying health conditions, um, which is loosely still true. Um, but they were saying that it was hitting a particular age group. So they were kind of starting with age groups and moving all, all over the place. But now that's you know i think now they're they're looking and saying look they don't that's not really quite valid anymore um we know that it is a virus we know we don't really know what type of virus it is and and um you know the type of types of the covid virus that of of old um we know that it's not that and it's it's something which is is really much more which is much more dangerous than the the COVID that we saw before and has been treated before. Um, we know that um, they are really saying the vaccine is the only answer to this. Um, and health professionals are saying there are many other things as well that we can do, but not necessarily to push um, the vaccine route. Um, especially if it's been it's not been fully tested mm. um, and not gone through the rigors that normal vaccines or prior vaccines have and even with prior vaccines there are still problems um, that have occurred from that mm. from those vaccines so that's what we know so far um, kind of in a nutshell there's a lot more than that um, but it's we know that there is a and there is you know something else going on with this. Yeah. Um, we definitely do know that so far. So I mentioned it before. The world is now seeing the future from a science perspective, and and, mm. the, and the fact that every data, every information that make them make decision are based on those datas. When we look at what's coming, you know, or where we are now, and as you mentioned it, they've been promoting vaccine as the only solution to the COVID-19. And it's a very interesting thing that I want us to discuss this morning beside uh, this document that I'm going to put it um, now on the screen for you guys um to have a look at it 
uh, which was pulled on the video as well. They are now rolling out. They want to roll out this COVID-19 vaccine, I think, as early as, is it next year, early next year? I think they, they're talking about February, March next year mm. to begin to roll out those vaccines. Yeah, but it could be earlier. It could be earlier. If it's ready. So we came across this document, which is an official document from the health department about this new regulation that they want to put in place. And as a matter of fact, this document surfaced not long ago. And we pretty have a very small window of opportunity uh, for us to make comment or to go against it. I think the deadline is 18th of September, I believe. Is that, am I correct? Mm. So what's the date today? We actually the 12th. It just really leaves six days for the population, first of all, to get across this document. It's a very long document. It's not that long. Not it's, that long. It's, 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 got, it's not that long. It's got some, uh, um, a lot of information there. But it's mm. a very to get that information and people to begin to react to it. You study that document. Can you tell us briefly what this uh, document is all about? I've read it. I wouldn't say that I've studied it. Um, and that, that the points that um, the, the the person who was presenting um, on the on the clip um, highlighted, as he said, the the main points um, what he highlighted really are the the high high points, the main points, um, and. As they said, that's the, that's the content. That those are the contents, and those are the main things that they actually want to do. Um, is to, you know, that as I said to you, the key thing is that I think if we were looking at this six months ago, um, in March, there was talk of a vaccine. Um, there was talk of a vaccine, but there wasn't anything which was really. There wasn't any legislation to back it. There wasn't anything that, that was in writing. It was a lot of hearsay, a lot of conspiracy theories about mandatory vaccination, um, about a vaccine. You know, this, they would speak about it, you know, talk about it, or people were speaking about um, the fact that different um, people and scientists were working on a vaccine. But the speed at which this has actually taken place is unprecedented everything is unprecedented at the moment um we're seeing things that we've never seen before mm. um we're experiencing things that we've never experienced before some of us in our lifetimes um not just with this but also the things that are going on in terms of finance and all sorts of things which we spoke about we talked about the different yeah. waves um yeah. at the beginning of all of this mm -hmm. and I, I was very adamant that the next wave would be finance um and we're seeing it now um, so it's it's nothing that, you know, in Holy Spirit, there's nothing that is, is surprising to the Spirit of God. Um, he reveals these things um, to redeem. He reveals these things so we can be prepared. Um, with this, in terms of the vaccine, um, I do believe that they will roll it out. Um, the thing as well is that they're looking to roll it out um, when you look into this document, um, as he said, you know, the, the um, presenter was saying about the subcontext as well. And what I got from it was that was highlighted was for me is the fact that it's if you look at the way that the flu vaccine 
kind of developed in terms of the way that it's it's been administered. First of all, it was only administered and it was only given by doctors at mm. doctor surgeries. That's, that's the point I wanted to come across. Okay. Um, then, you know, it start, we started expanding. Then you would find that the nurse in the surgery was able to administer it. Then you would find that it started going outside, started going to schools, um, universities, colleges, where they had people who could administer the, the vaccine. Um, then it it went to so it's gone to different places you know that's that's what I'm saying so now uh, pharmacies are able to administer the flu vaccine so you don't have to necessarily go to a doctor in order to get a flu vaccine now when we think about what a vaccine is if there are any adverse um, if there are any adverse reactions to it and you're just going to a pharmacy um and you'd, or you're just you're having it in you're at a school, yeah, it's a school nurses, or you're having it in a university. If something happens, what's going? What, how are they going to treat you? you? They don't. They definitely may not even know your full medical history um, when they're giving administering these vaccinations. Now, when we actually speak, we've spoken about vaccinations before on the show, um, and I said I'm not anti-vaccine, but the thing is that you actually have before you would have regulations in terms of vaccines. So you would have certain people who were the ones who could develop the vaccine. Now you have, it's almost like it's been outsourced. So different people are developing vaccines and there's a race to see who can win. win there's a race to see who can actually develop the vaccine first. Let, let, let me stop. And, yeah, go on. And course. also, you know, so and also in terms of regulations, in terms of what goes into the vaccine, with there what we call fillers. So they were putting things like aluminium in vaccines. Now who's regulating all of that? Now with regards to the COVID vaccine that has been is been rushed out. Normally they're saying it takes at least three four years to actually develop a vaccine. This is a year. Obviously they were working on it before, which they can't really say because then it would seem like too much of a conspiracy in order for them to be able to look as though they weren't actually doing this. So that obviously they've started working on this before, um, but then other questions start popping up. But the thing is, if they're saying that they started working on it in January, for example, still to actually have a vaccine in within one year, that is, it's, it's unheard of. So what is going into that vaccine? And, and they're saying now it's not been fully tested so this is why the law is having to change. The other reason why the law is having to change is because we're coming out of out of um, the EU. That's right. And the EU law covers all of these things, but Obviously. we don't have a law in the UK that will cover this. So by the end of December, we have to have a law in the UK that will actually be in place to ensure that anything that happens in terms of the COVID vaccine, there is cover um, for legal cover for the from the government perspective if you have any question any comment uh, in relation to the to this document because i want to focus on this document uh, more um, in terms of the vaccine whether we should take or not we have done a topic on it before so you can go back uh, into our page uh, info um sorry www.revelationhour.co.uk uh, podcast section you will have uh, a topic on vaccine here um, you mentioned a very key 
point here that I want us to touch on um, also going through this document. Um, what are the key things that I believe that the, this kind of people call it conspiracy, but it is not a conspiracy anymore because obviously it is right in front of our eyes when they are now changing the regulation to fit what they're going to do. And and it's almost sense as you read this document, there's that element of cover, you know. And, and this is why when I look at the vaccine, the question is, it will be illegal if they were going to rule out the vaccine right now. So they pretty much need to cover themselves because as you said, you know, three to four years to create a vaccine and there's numerous tests that need to be done before the vaccine can be viable for the for the human body now they're doing this in a year and you point out something quite interesting the fact that they may have been preparing this vaccine for years and and beginning to release it the other point that i want to mention here is is almost like now every country or every superpower you know have to find the vaccine so the elite created this situation, this this kind of situation where they pretty much have to sit down and relax and wait for whoever's gonna find that vaccine first, or maybe kind of incident just giving the information about what to find or what to put in that vaccine. But it, we almost going back in the 1960s and 50s when the the states and and USSR at the time uh, were fighting to get the first man first person into the moon. It was a space war. Now we're having a vaccine war here, which unfortunately we are the guinea pig and we are in the middle of a, of a war when find vaccine. But also the interesting thing is now this regulation stipulates now that once that come to place, they will be able to not only infiltrate the vaccine to people, but as you said, very important thing, pretty much organize, they'll be able to rule out department which maybe have nothing to do with health to be able to you know in uh, administer vaccine I'm, I'm giving this example school for example mm. they will be able with this regulation they will be able to give power to the teachers not to, to the teachers not to the teachers but yeah. whoever is the listen to me the, the reason i'm saying this is this mm -hmm. it's a progression law because when we've done the wind rush scandal what was taking place at the time the only people that were able to tell whether there's an illegal immigrant in this country was people fit or people specify other immigration services. Mm. However, they changed the law to allow health, to allow teachers, even to allow landowner to be able to call the uh, hotline and to basically act as an immigration officer so mm. my my question with when i read those regulation at the moment it says this that that we allow other organizations to be able to administer the vaccine if necessary it's it's not just organizations so when Wh you what, I'm, what i mean organization i also mean different department beside the health department this is what i'm this is what i'm getting at yeah, the thing is, I, I can see where you're getting at. I think we have to be really specific with this um, and we have to be very clear so people are clear about this because it's important for people to know what to look out for. 
So when it actually comes to this, and this is why I'm I'm going back and I'm comparing it because we can you can't really compare it to Windrush, um, um, you know. No, really. So I'm I'm just saying I I if we actually look and we I think I was just referring to the way I, I get the law has doing. been changed yeah. and to fit, to fit a certain yeah, the regulations. purpose uh, regulation yeah. and what I'm seeing in these uh, documents it's, 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 it's a very s- it's li- yeah. but they make it legal basically yeah, it's, it's the go- it's the way that the government works and I, I get that in terms of legislation but i think the th- the best thing to give people a broader picture and uh, a better understanding and something which is probably more relative is to actually compare it to the flu vaccine so now when we actually look at the way that the flu vaccine was administered it was introduced um to say that you know it's important that we have the flu vaccine it can actually help to but prevent who, the flu who was administering the flu vaccine at the time this is the thing so this is what i was saying it started with doctors then it was nurses with them practice and then it started expanding so you started finding it was in pharmacies and then it started being in schools you'd have and then it was in universities so it would it was expanding um and I was just, you know, Holy Spirit said to me, find out now where where you can actually get the flu vaccine. So I just looked up the flu vaccine and 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 put, popped in where can I get the flu vaccine. So now it's and remember when it comes to vaccine, there is absolutely colossal amounts of money <laughs> to be made in this because this is not just about um, the CDC or about um, certain health organizations actually. So, which organization that you think it will benefit from a from a from a this from is a this vaccine? is now in it, it can go to it can go to individuals because individuals can actually have um, have shares within places that develop vaccines. Um, it can be to do with um, universities as well. So, universities they'll have places within that who actually they actually have um, virology virology departments and different people who actually work in terms of viruses and developing vaccines so this is and that's why i say now it's like there was a law that changed and it made it more of an individual race so people can actually get money to actually they get money where they're actually sponsored in a way to actually develop vaccines so they're actually invested in and then they can actually they can actually work on the vaccine and if they're the first to actually develop the vaccine then they get huge amounts of money obviously because they sell the vaccine and then they actually get more and more money so this is a really big money spinner so what's the law this this document because i i i'd need to um refer you to judy markovich um she's the lady who was in she's uh she is a scientist um and she was the one who was put in prison for five years. She worked very closely with um, um, Fauci um, and she spoke up about that and she ended up going, her life was, it was like out of a film. Um, she's a Christian. She ended up in prison for five years. Um, her her book, um, we'll post it as well. We've posted it before. Um, and she speaks all about how viruses work and also about more more inside information about uh, in terms of you know different different organizations and how they work and how they make their money and also going forward um w- how we can actually okay. work t- to actually help i want to read this do- i want to read this section document here <coughs> um we're talking about a temp- temp- uh, temporary authorization um can i can i just read about the flu vaccine first in terms of this because what what i want to do is paint a picture of where we're going so in terms of the flu vaccine it says cheapest flu jabs 2020 so this was actually this um 
This article was, was published on the 7th of September 2020, so it was just last week. So it says, Boots, Asda, Tesco and many more offer the flu jab, although the cost can vary greatly. We reveal the cheapest places in the UK to get the vaccine and explain how some people can even get it for free on the NHS. So now, before the flu jab wasn't like that, you could go and you just go and get it. Now it's just, you can get it, literally you can buy it from Asda or Tesco's. Now, this is the flu jab. This is, this is actually, this is a, you know, we have part of the virus in there in order for us to become immune from it. So we can actually buy it just like that. So what they're proposing is that they will actually administer the flu jab and the and the COVID COVID nineteen jab the the virus the um as well vaccination as well at the same time. Um, but also what we must realise is that people who've had the flu jab they're saying that those people, especially looked at the high numbers in Italy, um, the high numbers in care homes, the high numbers in in different areas. We've got to look. What they're saying is when they're looking at it now. Um, they're looking at the, the they're looking um, at the people who have died, and they're looking at what happened. Is that they had the flu jab, and then they went on to actually develop COVID nineteen. So it's interesting now that they're saying in this document that they're actually increasing the the um, in terms of the marketing, they're increasing the marketing for the flu jab as well as for the COVID nineteen vaccination. Okay document here says here um you know i've got to put on the screen um you can probably comment on it a temporary authorization of the supply of an unlicensed vaccine could be given by the uk's licensing authority under regulation 174 of the human medicine regulations a covid 19 vaccine would only be authorized in this way if the uk licensing authority was satisfied that there is sufficient evidence to demonstrate the safety quality and efficacy of the vaccine mm. unlicensed unlicensed sorry does not mean untested, untested. Yeah. this temporary authorization process exists to address the possibility that in certain situations of public health need the licensing authority may consider that the balance of risk and benefit to patients justify the temporary supply the relevant vaccine pending the issue of a product license while i'm reading this it's just telling me that it could now roll out an unlicensed product into the population looking at you know looking at the balance between so basically it will be unlicensed because it hasn't been tested for long enough so i'll already say to you it will be unlicensed because even as a herbalist, there are certain herbs that cannot actually be sold in this country because in terms of the, the, the dosage. So what they did, for example, there's a, there's a herb called Agnus Castus, which Germans use. So Germans have been using it for years and years and years. They administer it through doctor surgeries. Is it licensed in Germany? It's, it's licensed in Germany. They use it in doctor surgeries. Yeah, so they use it at certain quantities to actually help. So obviously... But as the thing is here... Yeah. We cannot get it in doctor surgeries because they don't administer herbs. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing is, in places like Holland and Barrett, they used to sell it at certain dosages. They changed it a few years ago because they it because it conflicts with what they're trying to do in terms of HRT. So therefore, what they will do is they will actually take this out because they don't want anything that is going to be a threat or a conflict or is going to actually is actually going to take people away from the kind of medical or the 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 pharmaceutical drugs 
um and i'll just put it straight you know so that but the thing is these these every single one of these herbs has to have a license you have to have a license to sell them that's a herb <laughs> so now when we're looking at this this is why for me it's actually i look and i just think wow this is um this is this is um like something from a movie because for them to actually change legislation for this um this is this is this is quite it, it's phenomenal it's, it's actually phenomenal it really is the, the next thing i want to come to you and and I, you know i want for listeners to go through it and i know i know you're very passionate and you know so much now and i just try to condense information mm. and simplify it mm. in a way that can simplify us in that sense when they're talking about and this is something that's really for me is civil liability and humanity what what do you what do you mean by that who is liable yeah. for it okay no one and that's the thing this is what the if you sp listen to uh, you want to know more on vaccines you listen to robert kennedy um jr he's he's fantastic um he's been lobbying um congress and he's been speaking to them for years about vaccines um he's his background is more he is one of the kennedys but his background he used to deal with agriculture and, and he was looking at um, basically toxins um and more so in waters and in in land and all the rest of it but then what he was finding in his findings he was finding there's a lot of um certain toxins were in particular um parts of of land and it was dis it was causing problems for human beings but people kept highlighting to him about um vaccines so he started looking into it as he looked into it he saw that the levels of toxins in vaccines was even higher than what he was actually seeing mm. in these different places so he started looking into it and he said for him to actually change his direction um and to get so much flack and for people to come up against him basically his, his career was in, in in ruins but he said because he just he said but if you have uh, basically if you're integrous and there's something you're convicted about it and you you have a conscience he said you'd never be able to sleep at night knowing what i know in terms of his in terms of, of, of what he's qualified to do and what he does, but also seeing these figures and knowing that the, the actual amount of toxins in vaccines is colossal. Um, it's, it's higher than it should be, way higher than it should be. So in certain vaccines, not all. Um, so what, what he's saying, if you actually look at this, and I remember watching something and, and lots and lots of people, um, something about vaccines, I was watching something and what, what people were finding was that the they've written they wrote into american law that the pharmaceutical companies could not be sued if anything happened to anyone who had taken a vaccine so the there were huge amounts of people who had taken um, a particular vaccine which i won't name um and they were coming up with lots and lots of problems um girls boys um, coming up with lots and lots of problems their lives destroyed some children were ended up um, some children ended up disabled some brain damaged um, because of this vaccine when they went to actually sue the pharmaceutical company the pharmaceutical company in this law which is what they're wanting to introduce now in this law in terms of um, they, they won't have any liability but also what's even worse with what they're trying to introduce is that not only will the pharmaceutical companies not be held um, accountable, 
the people who are administering the vaccine will not be held accountable. So, for example, when I read about the flu vaccine that is available in Asda, Tesco's, all these different places, uh, for now, the COVID vaccine isn't actually available there. They're actually rolling it out. They will roll it out in certain places. But in time to come, they're saying this law is only valid. This is a temporary law. What they're looking legislation that what they're looking to put into place. This is only till two thousand and twenty-two. So we, we know we know for fact. So they that will actually they will actually yep, implement. They will and this change is it. What I'm, this is what I'm coming yep. to you about again. This thing, and that's what I'm really sensing yep. to mention it. That it is something that will evolve. This law will evolve to oh, basically fit the purposes. Most definitely. And eventually, and that's what I truly believe that eventually they will roll out to people that will be able to administer the vaccine everywhere, mm. as you say, you could be able to get it to your supermarket, but also in schools, they'll be able to administer it based on very simple uh, symptom, mm. you know, and this is why when you look at it now in terms of COVID-19, they, a lot of the doctors, a lot of the statistics, a lot of the, 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 the thing that's talking about is as soon as you've got to be able to send to maybe a high temperature or cough or something, they pretty much ask you to go and self self isolate. Mm. Now, how many times did we have high temperature for other, you know, for flu or for any other disease? And and the interesting thing is now this COVID nineteen and virus and and also now vaccine that they put it in place, would it be accessible to everyone? In what sense? In a sense that if they begin to roll out as you said at the moment it's going to be rolled out and only certain people will be able to administer but eventually as the flu now you can get in tesco and as that will a neighbors will be able to go and get it and administer to somebody else no i, I doubt that will happen why um, not well i suppose I, I, saying that the the reality is it probably will in the end because if they're saying now you can pick up the um, flu vaccine from Tesco's, you could pick it up and then just give it to someone else, Listen, couldn't you? If you got a headache and uh, you don't have a paracetamol at home, what you do, you go to mm. your neighbor and ask and have a paracetamol. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, but the thing is as well, which it's, you know, and this is where this, this um, protected from liability that's comes right. in because that's right. you cannot go back if anything happens Absolutely. to you and then sue the pharmaceutical company. No. Um, you can't do that because th- it's actually in, written in law that they are not liable. They're not liable at all. Um, you can't sue the government, you know, because they're not liable. You know, so if anything happens to you, your children, and this is what's been happening in America, they've actually, they've been going and they've been trying to sue the pharmaceutical companies because they were saying that, they, this, you know, certain vaccines weren't tested properly. Um, and they, or they knew what the, what the side effects could be. Um, because they 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 always say they're minimal, they're minimal, and it will happen to how many in a, in how many how many times in a, a few million or whatever. But then, what if that's your child in that million to your million to one? That's your child, you know, and that happens to you. What do you do? But it, what they're saying is in in America they have a pot of money. The pharmacy there's a, there's a pot of money. I've forgotten what it's called, but they have a pot of money put aside just in case this happens and that they are sued. And some people have gone ahead and sued the pharmaceutical companies and they've paid them off quietly. Um, But the thing is, in terms of this, it's saying that there are particular people who would be able to administer this at the moment. So they're giving um, administrative powers, of course, to doctors, um, surgeries, um, to um, pharmacists, to um, the 
to med to the military medical staff as well, which I found quite interesting. Um, so the mid the they're actually bringing in the military in this as well, so they will have powers to administer this as well. They're looking at which I found quite interesting occupational health. Um, if you've worked, I, I worked in a private company. We had an occupational health suite. Within that suite, they're giving physiotherapists the powers to administer the COVID vaccine. Interesting thing where you're saying that because it is a, a job that I believe is growing in many, many organizations, especially private uh, firms. So when you think about it, you, you really hit that something very important, occupational health. When you think about it, if they give power to occupational health in all companies and, and, and organization which means that they have now the power to administer the the COVID-19 within the workplace within the workplace yep. which yep. exactly what they want to do yep. and with the implementation of sensor temperature sensors mm -hmm. you know it would be very easy to maybe somebody having displaying some kind of flu symptom or mm -hmm. maybe symptom that may be related to COVID-19 doesn't mean it's COVID-19 then if they begin to roll out these things to so see the occupation health and then telling them, okay, I think you have the COVID-19, I need to give you the vaccine. And, and that is become law, which means in your workplace, you'll be subject to actually have the vaccine implementing in your body, even you may not have a fully assessment mm. of, uh, of mm. the disease. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll name all the people. It says midwives. Um, so it's, NHS or local authority occupational health scheme. So this includes midwives, nursing associates, operating department practitioners, paramedics, physiotherapists and pharmacists. So the thing is also it goes on in the document to actually s state that, you know, it could expand. So people like student nurses. Um, so you're looking at because what they're saying is if they're looking to administer this, the COVID vaccine at the same time as the influenza vaccine, the flu vaccine, there's going to be such an overwhelming demand that they won't be able to cope with it. So they're saying, so that's making the, the law, they're making the, yeah, they're making the law that they can expand it if they need to. So this is why they're bringing in the medical staff from the military. And as again, well as, doctors as I said and, to you, this and, is sorry. And the other thing that I wanted as I was reading this, I thought, isn't this interesting how, through, from the from the beginning they were saying we don't want to put pressure on the nhs you know protect our nhs this this whole media frenzy of really looking making it look as though our nhs is so weak that it can't cope and then all of a sudden now the legislation to back this is that now because we probably they probably won't be able to cope because of the overwhelming demand we need to actually implement and, and this law and the other thing is when we actually look sorry babe so much the other thing that uh, I was looking at is I was looking at because I, I look and listen to a lot of Americans um, in terms of the health, what they're doing and everything, what's going on there. And it's interesting what they said. There's a lot of the doctors who have said they've said all sorts and people have heard this, but they've said the hospitals have been empty. You know, they've not been as busy as what the media have been saying. So it's quite interesting that there's this whole thing of saying they're going to be overrun. They're not going to be able to cope. But the thing is, the actual reality is something else. So very interesting. Um, and as, as you mentioned, again, rolling out, expanding. And it's, this is nothing new. This has been operating for years. When they want uh, a greater scale of operation to control it, they pretty much using other part of the population to do so. Now, the next point I want to touch it is 
vaccine promotion. Mm. Now, as you mentioned to it, it's really where I believe that everything lies in, into it is how they are going to promote because they have now yeah absolutely <laughs> they have to promote yeah. it in a way that, that would push people yeah. to accept the vaccine mm-hmm. and the main thing that has been promoting mm-hmm. over the last few months that we've seen is fear mm-hmm. now it is very interesting people are still not going back to work even now they can go back to work uh, I spoke to some different organization and, and people out there and there is a fear factor that has here and the fear factor is very strong and this is how the government has been able to push it you know by these slogans stay home protect life several energies then you know and a different element of really saying what COVID-19 is and is not a dangerous is and, and bumping up the numbers of death as well bumping up the the, the numbers of infection mm. and I, I can't really say that we've actually had a confirmation of whether that's been done here. So I, I don't want to say that. Mm. But in America, the, the CDC came back a few weeks ago um, and the projected numbers that they gave were in the hundreds of thousands. They came back um, last week. One of the um, people that I get information from, they, they actually came back and they confirmed that the numbers were uh, inflated um, and the numbers were extremely... They're in, the, they're in the tens of thousands, not the hundreds of thousands, um, which is the normal... Um, type of thing that happens in terms of of when it comes to flu and when it comes to viruses um not a bit as well what was happening is that people were having underlying reasons for 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 deaths as well and they've been actually saying they were saying that they were covid 19 cases so they've had to retract that and come clean in terms of the figures um, because they were getting a lot of pressure from a lot of people so they've come clean I, I don't know where, what's going on here. Um, we, we haven't had as many cases as, as America, but America was really, you know, the Americans and the people over there, they've come back, CDC have retracted it and said, no, it, it's not it's not what we thought it was. This is the actual figure. So just to, to put that in there. Thank you for that. So t- talk to us a little bit about this, this, this promotion on the document, not so much what the, the media is doing, but mm. we know that the media is playing a big part in really promoting and especially start getting and, and and we're beginning to hear more about vaccine and i believe it is really to begin to gear people to uh really accept uh th- this vaccine and 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 i think that element of locking people down and say you know if you want to come back to work if you want to have a normal life have the vaccine and it's yeah. pretty much more what it is but yeah. tell us a bit more about what the document is saying the thing is when it comes to the advertising that so that um they would permit the supplier to participate in any public and healthcare professional information campaign related to the use of the medicine. So this is quite an interesting thing because the suppliers now, you're going to see like different agencies who actually have made the vaccine now. So you'll see people who have actually developed the vaccine. So they will be saying this is the reason and they will be coming with their own reasons as to why the vaccine is 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 necessary so you'll we're going to get a lot of scientific information mm-hmm. we're going to get a lot of reasons um people coming and saying the reasons why the vaccine is good we're going to hear a lot of all of this um but i think it's very important that we all go and we do our own homework in terms of this and we ask the questions that we need to ask what is in the vaccine mm-hmm. it's very important to ask what's in there 
um, and how it was developed and you know for them to have taken this short period of time when did you start developing this vaccine mm. you know these are questions that i would ask what other fillers are there any fillers in there what are the what are the actual contents of this vaccine that you're mm. actually giving me is there covid in there mm. you know because the thing is if if there are if there is you know people are actually saying that if there's covid in there then you know you, you're actually and it's like the influenza vaccine mm. you know there is a dose of inf the influenza um, vac vac um, virus in there. So, mm. you know, so therefore you are, most people who have the flu, va flu um, vaccination, they have the virus and they, they have every symptom mm. of flu. Um, and then afterwards they are, I don't want it. So can you imagine with COVID now, <laughs> you, you just, just, you can do that yourself. You know, you can figure that one out, but it's for everyone to do their homework in terms of this. It's very, very important. So, there's going to be a lot as when I was reading, I made notes saying media subliminal indoctrination. That's what I put, because what will happen is they're going to be indoctrinating us in terms of why it's good to have what we should do, how why we should do it, why we should take it. If we don't if we don't take it, what's going to happen and what the reason and, and how it's going to affect people around us and and all of this psychological stuff that's going to be going on. Um, so we're going to have to, in a way, it's it's we have to be led by the spirit of God in all of mm. this and we have to be very prayerful. Um, it's very important. And just to ask the right questions, because for me, for this vaccine to be, be developed so quickly, this is my main concern. It's, it's a major concern for okay. me. Okay. So just to uh, conclude on this, on this document and, and really to uh, just tell our listeners to, basically you can find this document anywhere uh, department of health it is out there it is not an eden document is out there now they gave a deadline for us to comment and potentially um say what we like what we don't like about this this proposal when is the deadline i believe it's eight friday the 18th of september but what i would say is um, they, they were very clear in this document, and this is what I said to you. They said they have been con they're consulting with particular um, organizations and they're holding discussions in terms of the document. Um, and they'll be contacting those, um, those, age those organizations um, to arrange appropriate meetings um, if they haven't done so already. There's a part in here in terms of when it talks about um, objective people object, object like objective like people the man off the street being able to actually comment on this as opposed to um specialists and professionals and it's really veering to more 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 towards the fact that they want to listen to what the the professionals have to say because of the time frames and because of the deadline they don't have time and the thing is with all of this in terms of covid19 every legislation that you see has been rushed through everywhere in the world lots and lots of legislation that's been rushed through if you listen or if you speak to any any person who has uh, been in law and has written legislation before for them they, they're looking at it as a major concern because they say there's going to be so much um that comes from it like the backlash that the, the the mistakes that the, things have been rushed they've not been thought through all of these different things this is what they're saying and this is something else as well on top of that because what they're saying is they don't have time to listen to the man off the street <laughs> we don't have time this is why they've given a 21 day turnaround we don't have time for that but also they don't want us to really have the time to really think and go and and, and this is why this guy said we're not we're not outnumbered we're just unorganized and it's for us to the best thing that i would say is the the clip that was sent 
the website that was sent, the Mirror Project, try and go because they've probably got a document together already which is already it's like what martin lewis used to do you know he'd have these templates ready and he would send it off and you're more likely to get your ppi back it's it's very similar you know if it comes from something like that it's organized they know what to say in legal terms when you've got someone when you've got lawyers looking at things they want to know that you speak their language and the thing is these people will have actually got a document together where the language that they actually are speaking is something that they will receive more like they're more likely to receive than me coming and saying i think this that 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 they're going to be like yeah okay put that to the side <laughs> going to put that in the bin now but the thing is i think if we collect if we we do this collectively we will there will be more we'll be more of a force to be reckoned with so if you can go and look at the mirror project and you can actually sign what and and put your your points across and they can collate it as soon as possible because they've only got six more days um, to be able to get this in. They said they will actually look at things after the date. They would may consider those things, um, but it's better I think just to try and get it in before that and get as many people to look at the mirror projecting. So you've seen what it's like, you know. Collectively, we can do so much. You know, we have a voice collectively, individually. You know, they'll just push us to one side, and the more people that come come against this in the sense of say voice their opinion and we come together collectively they will see that we're not asleep on this and they can't just push this legislation through without consultation so I, I guess in a nutshell you know it's really to forcing people to take the vaccine which has been the overall uh, plan of many many organizations yeah uh, in that sense yeah. and, and you know legally you know, and, and because this country is banned legally. But I think you mentioned something very important here about the fact that by the end of this year, Britain is out of, of Europe. It's so out of the EU. Yep. So they have to have their own regulations. Yep. This so is they a can, UK law, yeah, yeah. So they have to put a UK law here. So mm. in order to be able to go ahead uh, with, it, with this new plan, um, in mm. essence. The other thing that I wanted to mention as well is that they're talking in here, in legislation, about putting... Um, a fine which doesn't have it's this it's an unlimited fine so you don't actually <laughs> excuse me yes um it's in the document so um if you look through the document you'll see it yourself so there's going to be a section is it uh i underlined it i highlighted it i can't find it now but i'll let everyone know but it's um that there's a fine they were saying that there's they you they you'd be fined um as well that's the way the, the reason why i highlighted it was because the thing is what they're saying is I look at it like, you know, you, you have um, these parking people, parking permits, so they, they kind of outsourced it, outsourced all of it to different people or they could come and pick your car up and take your car away and all these different things. If they begin to outsource all of this to different people, um, these people can then say, well, we're going to charge this much if you, you know, because they haven't, at the moment, they haven't put a cap on it. Um, and they're saying, and also a two-year jail imprisonment, jail sentence, but we don't want to get to that point. That's what they've put in here. Um, but they haven't put the amount of the fine. So if you've got individual, you've got individual group or, or like organizations, um, they could actually begin to do whatever they want. And I just, and next to it, um, this is where I put, I'll see if I can find it because I put cowboys because I was thinking about people who, who would just then just do whatever they want. And they'll, they'll just say, okay, well, in the law, it says that we can actually charge you for not actually taking the vaccine. And also, if you don't actually pay this fine, then you can actually face two years imprisonment. 
that's that, in the law. That is a very, very important part of the legislation that they're yeah, trying to I, submit uh, yeah. here. So if you could find it, that'd be yeah. that'd be fantastic. I think it is very important for us to really be aware and 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 to read these these documents. Yeah, and it's, it's, good, to, it's good to read. And it's just to really to get this information um, out. But uh, most importantly, as it says here, to respond to this consultation. Mm. The consultation period will run until the end of Friday, 18 of September 2020. Mm. And, you know, as we mention it here, um, it is a very, very important for us that we look uh, into this uh, as well so we don't you know we don't get um we don't get a sidetracked but most importantly we understand exactly what we're signing for you mm. know and every document we sign for is abiding is binding so we've got to really um understand this now this is what marcia was mentioning here and i'm gonna read it here he says finally the amendment will clarify the legal consequences of a breach of conditions for enforcement purposes we propose that this should be subject to the standard penalties already set out in law for breaches of marketing authorization condition a theoretical penalty of an unlimited fine and two years in jail the mhra will closely with all suppliers and manufacturers to support their compliances and avoid this outcome all enforcement action has to be proportionate and they only take formal step where necessary. I mean, those are just a, a lot of garbage uh, writing in, but we know exactly uh, it's another way, I believe, to really force people who need to take the vaccine to take the vaccine on the that they could actually oh, be Actually, this defined. is for vaccinators who are not registered oh. healthcare professionals. Okay, interesting. All right, so... Oh, no, it's not. It's actually for... The if, if we read it through, because I think the thing is, it's just like, in terms of this, I think it's important to actually understand who this is for and in terms of who it applies to. Very interesting. Okay, so what I would suggest, guys, is if you can access this document, take this document, read it. If you have some lawyers in your family members or somebody yeah, you know, really just to read it with, with yeah. them so they can actually uh, give an understanding uh, of this document on this proposal mm. uh, which uh, basically by the 18th of September they would beginning to uh, you know go to the next phase of mm. it um, like I said if you want to know more about vaccines um, there's a lot of video out there there's a lot of information out there Marcus mentioned a few names as well a reputable name um, that you can actually um, uh, reach out to mm. and there's also we've done a topic on vaccine at the beginning I think it was March and March April we've done a topic on the vaccine as well uh, in this season if you have any questions or any comments or anything that you would like to share with us uh, you can you know reach out to us by um, you know the, the normal platform uh, I would say um, of um really just uh email us or just to go through our whatsapp um channel in that sense to conclude you know we we are you know we know we are god is rising up a remnant church and and, and i think it's very important for us as, as people of god to be aware of what's taking place there's going to be a lot more changes over the next few months to years is how as people of God, we react. Is what do we do with those changing? 
you know and and i think one of the things that god is doing at the moment is really allowing us first of all to be aware of what's taking place out there but also to prepare us as people of god to help now i have no solution how we're going to deal with this this vaccine that's coming in i can't really uh, i'm praying to this i'm asking the lord you know to really give inside but i do believe that is ways uh to get healthy you know i would say you know you're doing a immunity boost mm. what is this the thing is there are particular when you look at the the virus the way that viruses um replicate and the things that they do and um, there are certain ways that you can actually the actual cell you can actually um can have have particular herbs they can't administer the, the vaccine to you if you're healthy is it it depends if 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 they make it mandatory and they say that everyone has to have it as a preventative just like the flu vaccine um because it started off like that or get the flu vaccine if if you have flu but now it's like get it to prevent flu and it's like that with most vaccines get it to prevent this or to vet to prevent that whereas before we would eat particular things or we'd do certain things in order to remain healthy yeah, but, but i would guess it's still you still don't have to t- you're not forced to take the, the flu moment, vaccine at the moment uh, no, you're not forced to take it not at all but it's it's in different places but this the flu didn't cause the pandemic you know covid did so the thing is if you're if you don't take it and then maybe you go to school and it's just like now certain you certain children go to school and it's like what well, you haven't had your mmr vaccination or you haven't had this vaccination mm. why has your your child not had that and it's almost like you're putting every other child at risk because your child hasn't had and it. And that's the point. Do you so see? really the, the message out there for them to really rule out this vaccine to everyone is not putting people at risk. Yeah, S- stay safe, take care of each other, yeah. make sure that we're looking out for each other and we're keeping the distances and we're doing all of these things and we're wearing the masks. Mm-hmm. The next thing is, and take the vaccine. Which the mask situation is another thing we're, as we're well. We're not going to talk about that today. We're not going to talk about that today, but yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. but it's... Um, but the thing is, yeah, and take the vaccine. And that is the next... It's always happens. It's introduced in stages, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like you can't give everyone everything at the same time. So we'll do it slowly. And that's why I say subliminal indoctrination. Um, there are messages that are sent out. But the thing is, my concern, and I, I'll, I'll really tell you what my concern is, that they really start rolling this out in schools to our children. Um, and the reason why I'm saying this is it's not just because... Um, not, not not just not just because there are children but because of what i what the what the vaccine if it's not been tested properly what it could possibly do to our children long term and the damage that it could possibly cause long term if it's not tested properly because remember you're going to have different people from you're going to have different um coronavirus vaccines coming from different places so it's just like you've got a brand of um, coronavirus vaccine you've got one vaccine from one place another vaccine from another place another vaccine from another mm. place how do we know where your child's school is sourcing their vaccine from is it as good a quality as my child's vaccine mm. and and this is what the problem is with vaccines you know there's there's no real um there's there's no real governance when it comes to, to it because you've got private people who are developing it you don't know what they're putting in there so this is why i keep saying and banging on about please check what's in there and check the source the quality of the vaccine because the thing is if we put stop in put injecting those into our children and they're saying that this could possibly if we're looking at things like 5g and all the rest of it we're looking at we're looking at um emfs 
they can actually change DNA, you know. So what is this virus going, this vaccine going to do, this virus when it infiltrates our system in that scale where it's mixed with other adjuvants, what they call other fillers, other adjuvants, other metals or whatever, because they can't just put the vaccine on its, the, um, the virus on its own. They have to put it to something else so it can bind to it in order for it to be able to penetrate and go into the system. So if we're going to be doing that, what else are they going to put in there? And what is that going to do to our children? Do you see? Um, the thing is, what is it going to do to us as people? But also remember our children, they're still growing. They're still, they're, they're, their cells are still rejuvenating. They're still developing. So what is that going to do in terms of their physical and mental development, their nervous systems? What is that going to do? So this is my concern. And, you know, this whole thing about getting our children back to school, this is great. But all these different things. But what I will say to you is keep your children healthy. Don't let them, you know, just do what you need to do. Ensure that they're not the ones who are catching colds throughout the season. Start preparing them. I normally, even under normal circumstances, we start preparing our children in August before they go back to school in September. So the thing is, please do that with your children. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. You know, do the things that are necessary to do. Yes, I'm. the Lord is speaking to me about doing things in terms of herbs and, pre and preparing things like immunity boosts and everything, which I have something um, I'm developing. It is really spoken to me about doing that. But I feel it's important to be able to do those things that you can take something. Uh, you can feel a sniffle coming on because they've been exposed to lots of bacteria as they've gone back to school. I'm seeing children sniffling, catching colds. A child has been off, you know, Jesse's gone back to school. He's saying somebody behind him was sitting or in front of him was just sitting, sneezing all the way through, you know, coughing, sneezing. And they normally would send them home. They haven't because they're concerned about their education. So they're not sending the children home. You know, another person is saying to me that the, the, the classrooms aren't being cleaned properly because who has manpower and money which which to this be able to clean very, the classes properly so bacteria is there you know so, so sorry listeners I, I think this is a very important point here so you know we apologize for running late mm. <laughs> really running late but those are very important points we talked about the document to implement the vaccine at the beginning and marcia went into details about what they're trying to do but what is taking place now is the fact as you said to it you know about this element which is really you know what's really taking place in our schools at the moment the fact that you know children are witnessing things that you know we should make the environment safe in that sense but are not what do we do the thing is it's important that our children are still exposed to one another but what i'm what what's happening is that because they've been kept apart for six months their bacteria is not being exchanged. Absolutely. You know, so all of a sudden they're going into an environment where they've been, it's, it's all of us, it's, it's, you've, it's like being me, myself and I, or it's, we've got similar bacteria because we've been within our bubbles of families or, you know, sometimes close friends, but similar bacteria or very, you know, not that much, but then you're exposed to 25, 30 children, you know, and teachers then all of a sudden and then you're walking up and down the streets and you're and you know there's no social social distancing in in some of the high schools you know secondary schools you know in when it comes to break times or even when they're coming out of the schools. so that all of a sudden all of that has gone to pot so you are being exposed to lots of bacteria and possible viruses as well you know you remember we've got viruses that live inside of us anyway you know bacteria that lives inside of us it's, it's a normal thing but it's you know we it's making sure that we don't want to become these people who are just like, oh, we can't have a cold. We can't have this because our body needs that. <laughs> we need to be able the, to the be like that. The problem I'm having with this is the fact that we 
have to leave widows to viruses to be able to grow we know that but the government's different ideas every time that some i mean we're going to a workplace somebody's sneezing or somebody's coughing and suddenly everybody think that there's a virus everybody think that there's a virus mm. you know but uh, you know the interesting thing that you mentioned and it's so true is is this element of being such a bubble for about mm. four five six months mm. with our own bacteria mm. and now we are suddenly exposed to other bacteria. Yeah. And the government, are the organization that began pushing this vaccine will use mm. this element of people getting more sick, more healed, you know, mm. people getting sicker. Mm. And they're going to say that it's because of the COVID. And, yeah. I, 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 and, and that for me, that is the problem mm. because we are going to, we are going to eventually, because we are, we are readjusting to a uh, 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 life outside our children are readjusting of the bubble. exactly <laughs> yeah. our children are readjusting yep. to life outside yep. which mean that they are going to catch things mm. do you mean that they're going to be susceptible to other bacteria mm. and the body's going to have to readjust to accepting those 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 bacteria mm. in order for the uh, uh bacteria inside to be able to fight against mm. it and that's going to create that situation where you're going to see more people sick or people having more of a flu and then the government is going to probably say that this COVID-19 and they're going to say the rate is rising mm. this is rising up you mm. know this this you know we free people out of the houses now the, that does just bring the rise up but really it, it is inevitable mm. that we you know we are going to be susceptible to it mm. my question is you you talked about the immunity boost mm. you know I'm using it and it is working every time I'm going to work I get a humidity boost, mm. and and what is it? What, what does it do? It's different herbs that um, are put together, and and you know they're they're for different different um, in terms of boosting the immunity. So it's just in terms of vitamin C, um, but also there are I've put herbs in there that I know have been used for um, COVID as well, the previous COVID as well, um, as well as um, herbs that are are helpful in terms of um, colds or mucus for the body. So you know that when mucus is, we have inflammation or mucus in the body, it actually can help, it can actually cause disease in the body. So to actually stop, prevent that, you know, I've put a herb in there that which is, which is good for actually helping to control mucus as well. So it's extremely good for colds. So anytime we get any type of itchiness in the throat, I was saying last night, I woke up this morning with an itch in my throat as I was going to prayer and and I just thought, I, I mean, I've, that doesn't really normally happen to me. I don't, you know, for the past few months, flight by his grace, I haven't really had colds or anything. And I just felt, and my nose was blocked and all the rest of it. And these guys are always talking about, you know, you know, when these things happen to them, they take it and they're like, ah, oh, fine now. And, you know, sometimes you think, oh, yeah, it's, you, even though I'm, I do these things, I know the herbs work. It's just like, I'm like, yeah, that's great. Um, but I've never really, hap- that's not happened to me before. I've been, we've been using this about a, a year. Mm-hmm. And um, I took it this morning and I was just like, and I thought I could feel this cold coming on. I just really could. And um, and this itchiness in the throat, you know, when you get all of that. And and then I just took it and I thought it was about 12 o'clock. I took it just before 12. And um, and I thought when I went went to sleep this morning, I'd wake up and I'd have that. But no, it's just I'm completely fine. So and I said, you know, it really works, doesn't it? <laughs> um so yeah, well, the thing I, is, I take it every morning yeah, when I go to work. Yeah, because and I that, give it to the children every day. But the thing is, now um, what Holy Spirit is showing me is that we need uh, we need to bottle it and, and get it ready for everyone because I just I just feel that, and, and that's why I was saying there are alternatives. There are things that God has actually made, and this is why I'm not really overly concerned 
um, with all of this because even if and one of the things that the Lord showed me at the beginning of lockdown that even if they do something like this and they they start talking about mandatory vaccines he has given us everything that we need and he will give us you know we've got Christian scientists we've got herbalists we've got different people who are working on things there's things there already who is actually speaking into our hearts and he's actually giving us you know other things that we can use in order for us to remain healthy and for us to be able to be fine throughout the whole thing. So I'm not overly concerned about it, um, but I'm a bit upset about what they're trying to do mm. um, because it's just wrong, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, I think it's important just to keep ourselves as healthy as we possibly can. Um, you know, we can't be too clean as people. And that's another thing with all this antibacterial stuff and all the rest of it antibacterial stuff it strips the body you know the microbiome of the body is 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 crying out at the moment with all this antibacterial stuff you know wash your hands fine but this antibacterial stripping literally stripping the microbiome of every single thing so the bacteria we need bacteria you know we need bacteria on our microbiome we need bacteria in our we've got loads of loads and loads and loads of bacteria <laughs> And, and virus in our microbiome in our gut and that's what helps us remain healthy to be able to fight infection but if we start taking all away then we're open to infection mm. do you see so this is what's happening as soon as we go out we've been so clean we had masks on our face we're doing all these things and i'm not saying that they're wrong but my bacterial the antibacterial maybe but the thing is when we're actually going into these places of course as soon as we go out there we're open to infection mm. S straight away we're open to infection we've left ourselves wide open so it's just you know really i i really um would add i really would really encourage you to listen to judy markovich um we'll send the link of her book as well um and see if i can actually find um the interview that she has as well in terms of the film that was produced but she's fantastic absolutely brilliant um She's literally stood for what she believed in, was went to prison for five years, um, was put in prison for five years, no charges, you know, because she stood and she, she spoke up against what she believed in, um, in terms of, of, you know, these different vaccines that have been produced over the years, not just this, but the AIDS vaccine, all these different things. You know, she knew that it was just not right. Mm. Um, so she's saying now with all of this, she could see it coming. Um, it was just... It's just something that has been kind of orchestrated. So please keep ourselves well, keep our families well. You know, remember, you know, that, that God has a plan in all of this. And, and you know, we, we, there is always a solution. He always gives us solution, always gives us revelation, always shows us what we, we can do because we are his people. And he has put people in place to make sure that we're not like the rest of the world. We're running, running around panicking, being anxious because he said that we ought to be anxious for nothing. But through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we ought to mm. continue to make our requests known to him so that the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. He has given us solutions. Mm. He has given people solutions. And, you know, we just need to tap into all of that. Thank you, Mars. Um, again, if you want to know more about what we do, um, want to know more about Revelation Hour, I want to send a link to anyone else or if you have any comments um, you know, anything, please, you know, those are the address. You can reach out to us, um, our email address, our Twitter, Facebook um, account as well. Why don't we pray, um, Billy, as we close this topic on, on, on vaccine and this document. Next week, we'll be starting a new series on Israel. Mm -hmm. um, I think we 
you know there's a lot of things taking place in israel and and i always said that if you want to know uh when jesus returned you got to look at what's taking place in israel so we're going to be doing a bit of a, a topic on israel looking at the tribes looking at the the, the the you know the history looking at them as well looking to rebuild the temple as well they, they're looking for that location as soon as they find it they will build it because everything is there and and then really looking at the political uh uh geo geographical um military uh, anything you know, you know really when you look from a military perspective israel is the center mm. is really where people will be gathered to try to get that so and also looking at what's taking place in the middle east um and so on as well mm. so um you know watch out for this space um i just want to pray i really really want to want to pray now and really thank the lord for what he's doing father we just want to thank you so much for um really for what you're doing we thank you so much for your grace your mercy your favor we thank you so much for your revelation father revealing your word to us revealing your way to us, revealing the plan of the enemy to us and lord i pray as we continue to build a community within a community we pray and ask you for more revelation we pray lord that you will indeed continue to open our eyes and as master mm -hmm. say lord and as i said first of all in this book of timothy you would say that you didn't give us a spirit of fear but mm -hmm. of power love and a sound mind and you were in philippian also said you know you know not to be anxious for nothing mm -hmm. but with prayer supplication and thanksgiving to make our requests known to you mm. and the, your peace will surpasses all understanding we guard our heart in christ jesus mm. so father we thank you so much for giving us peace we thank you so much for giving us direction we thank you so much for giving us insight yes. and we thank you so much father for continuing to have our eyes open to you and guide us lord in this season in jesus name amen There we go. So we are done for today. Thank you, Mars, really, for uh, this insightful uh, revelation. Guys, again, we see you next week, same place, same time. See you later, guys.